right, so let's start with the with this uh, with this newest episode of the Shrem Show, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars Five. Let's do it. I got my special guest, uh, Joey Zakai. He's one of my closest friends for a long time, uh, ten years, maybe even more. Uh, and he's my expert when it comes to Star Wars, and I had to had to let him in on it. So, say hi, Joey. Hello. All right, let's just, <laughs> let's jump into it. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I enjoyed it personally. It was a very uh, very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> As a Star Wars fan, this is probably like the peak of any of the movies that have come out in in the uh, in the entire series. So oh, yeah? just, yeah, in the perspective of the fan base, it's probably heralded as the tippy top of Star Wars movies. Personally, I mean, well, yeah, as a, as a movie as a whole, it's probably my favorite. Um, the only movie that I can say that I enjoy to watch as much is Revenge of the Sith, just because of the memes. <laughs> but uh, also, you know, that uh, epic uh, lightsaber duel at the end, but... You know, uh, Empire Strikes Back, probably one of my top five, top ten favorite movies of all time. I don't know if I come off like an avid Star Wars watcher, but I've only... Okay, so I am not a huge Star Wars fan. I'll be real. Um, I watched four, five, and six. Liked them a lot, actually. I enjoyed them a lot. It's like ten years ago. I, I watched all of them, liked them, enjoyed them. And then I watched episode one. And I didn't like it that much. And I'm not going to lie. I really was like, I was already told by people that the new series wasn't that great. And I stopped watching after episode one. Oh, what and threw you off there? Was it uh, was it the Jar Jar Binks, maybe? No, it's actually the <laughs> racing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, uh, Phantom Menace definitely... Um, set the bar pretty low for the, for the prequels. Um, I mean, I, I didn't really hate it. I didn't even really hate Jar Jar all that much. I just didn't like how, um, it, it, it just took a toll of childish. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could definitely say that in comparison to, well, you see the, the hero arcs and like the darkness from the original trilogy. And then you move into, yeah, you know, whatever the Phantom Menace was. Uh, you know, it just kind of did take a more childish turn, I guess. So Yeah, I, yeah, I felt like they were just trying great. to sell action figures. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we did get a nice little lightsaber fight at the end. You know, Darth Maul's pretty cool, but yeah, he was pretty dope. Character he, is, at all. he was pretty cool. Yeah, could have yeah. been uh, a lot better. The, the whole prequel trilogy as a whole... Very flawed, but um, I mean, yeah. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, we don't we don't even need to get into that. Well, you know, I, I've been told right people now love love the clone the Clone Wars, the oh, show, the, the animated ones. show. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Well, that's that's separate. That's separate. That was oh. you know a couple of years after different people handling it. You know, we, we they got they got their shit together with that, but um, with the original uh, you know, prequel series. 
Not too many bright moments. A lot of memes. A lot of memes. But who doesn't like a good meme? Moments. Who doesn't like a good meme? Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh. What about what about the Empire Strikes Back? I mean, yeah. Honestly, just to start off, I was floored by the CGI for the time. Wow. Oh it, yeah, it it's looked set legit. Standard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hoth is favorite, like most iconic, you know, environment for any movie scene. You know, you had the ATAT walkers in the snow. Yeah. You had Luke and, you know, encountering the Yeti. And then, you know, Han it felt like I was watching him. Top Gun. Hmm. You know, I haven't yeah. seen Top Gun, so I can't really speak on it. <laughs> it was fun seeing you, right? To open it like that. Yeah. And I would say the overall, like, arc of the movie it's very interesting because you know the bad guys win and that's not something that's so common in that you know i liked it too i like that, that era of also. movies yeah especially coming off of such like a heroic uh effort in a new hope you know just for yep. them to like completely flip the script and have all the characters go through a lot of, you know, hardship, you know, adversity and, you know, pretty much get get their asses kicked for the most part, you know, throughout yeah, the entirety of the movie. Um, you know, At least it, Solo it really, and Luke. Yeah, it set a different standard for I guess the way um movies, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, work. even today, I think people should take a they should take a, a note or something from that movie and say hey listen the good guy is not always gonna win aka i'm talking about like all the marvel movies yeah uh definitely. oh so we got you know in infinite infinity wars finally the bad guy won for like two seconds <laughs> yeah yeah that was you know probably one of the reasons why that movie resonated so much also is because of thanos's yeah. victory <laughs> it's one of the yeah. it's it's the better one of the two for Honestly, sure. Mark Hamill is good. I liked I liked watching him. He's he's good. I mean, I've I've a special place for him because he plays Joker. He does yeah. the voiceover for Joker. You gotta love it. You gotta love love his, absolutely his laugh. love Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's great. Yeah, he also is in Jay and Silent Bob and like it would, all the Star Wars references. He was able <laughs> to make fun of them and and all that stuff in that movie was great. You know, I've seen that movie a long time ago. I can't really remember all the details, <laughs> but um, I do remember his face being in there. So I think he plays a know. character called like Nut Cruncher, and he like just hits people oh, in God. the balls and stuff. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Sorry, like I have that. to I have to revisit that just just for uh, the sake I'm gonna of Mark add a Hamill clip on top <laughs> harassing people. <laughs> It's gonna be. Fun. I definitely. I'm gonna check that out. But yeah, no. Mark yeah. Hamill was great. Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. Um, they killed their roles. And then you had, yeah. you know, a, a lot of solid like side characters. I mean, they really, you know, made Darth Vader to be more than just this, you know, mysterious like dark villain. Um, you know, exposing yeah. him as Luke's father was well definitely it's one of the most iconic scenes in cinematic history and probably in all of the star wars you know saga so um him you know coming coming to be luke's father and like projecting that that unknowingness of like how we got here you know it, it really did blow a lot of people's I, minds i don't even know how they were able to sh able to even shoot 
things like this. The the only thing I could think of like that was like on the same par, like CGI or like special effects wise, is probably two thousand one Space Odyssey. But like if you go into like the behind the scenes on that, you realize how long it took to make that movie. Now I haven't watched the behind the scenes on this movie yet, but like I could only imagine it took them months to do certain shots. Well, I'll give you yeah. a little fun fact right now. Um, Let's get it. Well, originally when George Lucas wanted to produce the movie, their original budget was $18 million. And he had to take wow, out a then. loan. And, <laughs> well, you know, $18 million doesn't sound like that much these days, right? But at the time, I mean, yeah, it's dude, a lot of money a lot for of a movie. Money. <laughs> Talking that's, about that's the a 70s. lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And then it's probably um, equivalent to what like happened almost double probably probably. So I'll Maybe give you more. I'll give you a nice little little fact of that. So originally the budget was eighteen million, and during production the cost actually almost doubled to thirty three million. Holy! So yeah, there was there was some some reworking, you know, uh, reworking of deals with certain companies, and you know, I believe it was Fox maybe that. Uh, you know how to share with some of that money i can't really like tell the specifics of it but i remember that like reading that and being like oh wow they had to dig deep here you know george lucas doubling down on you know the success of a new hope and then putting his all into an empire strikes back so yeah dude that's crazy Mm -hmm. listen he definitely he definitely struck gold i mean like i said i loved the first three movies it's just um i don't know i never really got I never really was able to become like a Star Wars stand. You know, I I, I wish uh I wish I I was able to get past episode 1 and I'm definitely going to revisit especially after watching this movie and seeing how great it was. I definitely going to finish, you know, I'm going to try to watch 1 2 3 and then I watched 7. I heard 8 was garbage and 9 was garbage too. Uh you don't even th- those don't exist. Those three movies don't exist. Okay. You don't want to watch those. But then I heard the show that came out this summer was out of this world. Obi-Wan, I heard, was sick. So they have some moments in Obi-Wan, but I'll say the overall energy of it is kind of, it kind of, you know, uh, is a little dull. It's sort of flat. Um, Oh, wow. They, I mean, you have Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen coming back to reprise their roles, but... They make everything so PG with the yeah, with the shows. Much. Yeah, it's very PG. It's very light. Um, the same thing I goes for one. Mandalorian at times. Even even though I love that, uh, right, Boba Fett. That that was very um very dull in, in certain aspects, in my opinion. Um, I haven't checked out Andor yet, which came out uh really. Yeah, recently. I heard that. I think I, it's still I running. Heard people liked it. Yeah, I've heard positive really... things. They have gold. You know, I, something that I wish they could do is if they, you know, went back in time, you know, just picked an era and made a Game of Thrones type, you know, show with Star Wars has always been very yeah. light and very appealing to the general broad fan base. But, you know, we've grown up. So we see, we're true. exposed to other content and keeping it at this light, fine, um, typical hero arc 
you know, it kind of gets stale over time. And that's something that I'm seeing in the shows that have, that have came out in these past few years. Um, you yeah. know, you, we just want to see some real depth, some real character development. And it's such a big universe. There's so much depth to it that you feel like they could, they could absolutely do it. But Disney, Disney's got their hands on it and they're milking it for all the money that they can, it's, especially bringing back characters like Obi-Wan and, and Darth Vader, you know? Yeah. It, it does feel a little bit, obviously, like a money grab, too. Um, I mean, listen, I don't think Disney will ever understand that the six-year-olds and seven-year-olds who their target audience was for those movies are now 20s, in their 20s. And it's it's, it's so surprising that they're just like, okay, but we're going to go back and we're going to act as though we're going to take these franchises you grew up with and still keep them at that six-year or seven-year-old uh, mentality and not make yeah. this sort of 20-something-year-old version or at least something in the teens, you know? Yeah, I feel like they haven't been risky with anything at all. They've kept it very, very PG, like I said. Throw, <laughs> throw in some curse words. You know, you got throw some in, throw in a few, They're supposed yeah. to be evil they're supposed to be really evil. I feel like they could say, you know, little little something, you know, besides for uh, cryptic uh, riddles and, you know, uh, talking shit. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we got so many guys. Like Han Solo could have been a perfect character to carry this, and Solo was a solid movie. But yeah, I mean, it was it was all right, but. I believe we watched that together. I'm not even. Gonna, we did watch that. We, we watched watch that before that we went away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. We had a whole um, theater to ourselves. We snuck in some alcohol. Yes. It was a vibe. <laughs> wow, that that was that was a pretty fun time, dude. No um, one was in the theater. We were just cursing. We were yelling. <laughs> it was a vibe. That 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 was great. Yeah, it would kill to get an experience. And Mother like of Dragons again. played uh played somebody in that. Oh, movie, you know? she was like the female lead, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Yes, yes. I need. And then he did the parsex solo. item now. Yes, they they did the parsecs. They infused the droid. It's a little Easter egg, actually. When three PO in Empire Strikes Back interacts with the Falcon, three um, PO says, uh, "You know your your ship's dialect is a little weird." You know he starts communing with the ship, and oh. yeah, so that was sort of a surprise. And then they sprinkled that in, you know, with the droid that they infused to the to the Falcon in Solo. So. Those, uh, I, I like those little Easter eggs that they've sprinkled into these movies. Like Rogue One was very, very good with that. And um, they do reference that Rogue Squadron in, um, in five. I in Empire Strikes Rogue Back. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I so, noticed they were talking about Rogue Two. And I was like, wait, isn't there a movie called Rogue One? Mm hmm. I was like, oh, it's okay, pretty cool. Okay. I feel like if they did something like a, like a Thrones esque type of show, you know, where you have. Because they have power struggles all over the place. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much the essence of Star Wars. You know, the battle between light and dark and, you know, the hero's journey. They, they already have who's... The Empire is... who the, Who's king of that? Yeah. He won the Game of Thrones, technically, within that world. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. It, it, wouldn't be, <laughs> it wouldn't be so hard to just pivot that into a Game of Thrones-like situation. Yeah, I mean, so something that was really cool about the Clone Wars animated series, 
I mean, they they did have like a more anime style, you know. They had this shorter animated series. I believe it was the same creator who did Samurai Jack, if you can remember that. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. I feel like that name pops right into my mind. I'm not sure if that's factual or anything, but that's what comes into my mind. And it was just a lot of, you know, clone troopers like doing some badass shit. Uh, You know, they sprinkled in a Jedi or so here or there. And I feel like if they took something like that and then they expanded on it, it could be something great. You know, even that era, because it was such a power struggle, you know, you had the clones, you had all the deception, you had all the background stuff between uh, the Sith, the, uh, the Chancellor being Palpatine, and then, you know, Skywalker coming to, you know, coming of age to where he would eventually turn. And there was just so much, so many dynamic characters and settings and I feel like there's so much meat left on the bone with this, with this, uh, yeah, you know, with Star Wars as a whole. So they could definitely do that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and there should definitely be like right this sort of. It. I feel like when you're watching when you're watching Star Wars, you almost feel like the um, overwhelmingness of there's a whole empire. How does this one small sect of people take care of the whole empire? And it's, it's almost like, yeah, but like you have to show us progression a little bit, you know? Yeah, it is true. It's always this crazy underdog story. Then again, I don't know. It's, that's what they've sort of lived on is this crazy underdog story. You know, you see it in Rogue One, uh, where they have the whole dramatic ending and getting those plans off at the last second before everybody dies. And then you also have... Um, just, it's really been sprinkled all throughout, uh, Star Wars in general. Any content that you consume has a similar, you know, appeal. And what I would say, you know, with the Empire Strikes Back, it definitely took a different turn, which probably made it so appealing with all of the twists and turns. And you see so much character development and that's what makes it probably my favorite star wars movie ever just because of the you know the the plot sort of treads water a little bit you know you have time spent on hoth luke staying in dagobah with yoda and then you have the characters slowly escape you're right they make their way to to very uh, formative city characters like the formative years for the characters yeah, it's very good. Like they don't, they're not flying around so much, you know, space battles and all. It's just a lot of character dialogue development. But Luke's whole insight, and then him eventually leading up to his confrontation with Darth Vader. Um yeah. it's very, it's very. But it's like, not boring well either, done. too. No, it's not. Which which is great because it's very hard to do character development without a little bit of that boringness. I was not bored for a second. Yeah, it keeps you engaged. I mean, very, even very well. even with Yoda, like his cryptic talk, and when you really look into it and you see all the tests that he gives him, you know, if you remember him being in the cave and him confronting Darth Vader in the cave and him yeah. immediately attacking him, you know, Yoda refers to it as a failure. And that's because he wasn't afraid. Before he mentions you know, Luke, you're going to be afraid. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not afraid. Like he was so 
ready <laughs> to step up and be the hero. But what he didn't realize was what was coming to him. And you could see it in his battle with Darth Vader that at the end, you yep. know, he was just completely overmatched and his and he's confidence. angry at Ben for not telling him. Yeah. Yeah. He was so conflicted throughout the film. And that's something that's a theme that you see is Luke is sort of gray, um, you know, towards like the middle of like Return of the Jedi. You feel like there's a point where he might flip like like, you know, that it's not going to happen as the viewer, but they they make you they make you guess a little bit. You know, he goes from A New Hope wearing white. Uh, to mostly gray in Empire Strikes Back and then turn to the Jedi, he's just all, in all black. So you see that transition there. It's a pretty cool concept that they they sort of folded in there. Yeah, and, um, some of that Breaking Bad uh, kind of colorized item to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a cool little detail. And, yeah. um, you know, Luke's whole arc, we, you know, we, we love it. Like we just fall in love with the character, especially yeah. as a kid. I mean... Everybody just wanted to be Luke, right? <laughs> later, later, it wasn't until later in life that I realized that I wanted to be Han Solo so I could, you know, pick up all the all the girls. But um, you know. <laughs> he's because he's he's suave, he's confident. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where where sure Luke is the main, you know, character, and he's like the guy who's gonna get everything done. There's something about that Han Solo character that does that does bring sort of this macho kind of vibe to it. Yeah, Han Han is definitely everybody's favorite uh badass from the yeah. from the seventies, especially um you know, him carrying on into being Indiana Jones and all of his other work. Oh hell he's yeah. just Harrison just Ford great. is a beast. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. I found it funny during the movie and I realized this. Uh all of a sudden Princess Leia just hooks up, uh she makes out with uh Luke. And I totally forgot for a full second that it's not it's not known to both of them towards for Luke at the end and for Princess Leia in the next movie. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what kind of Game of Thrones kind of yeah, movie am I, I watching right say. now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Twincest, uh, Star Wars did it first. What's going yeah, on take with that, these George. Lannister, Jamie, and, <laughs> and what's her name? Cersei. Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to... They they really and then went I was like, there oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was uh it was quite a quite a confusing twist as a kid, I'll say. George, George Lucas turning into George R. R. Martin. <laughs> yep. Mad <laughs> <Bad> quick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It would That's be that uh, was a nice little fold that um you know unfortunately as a kid I, I, I believe that I had most of this spoiled for, for myself. Um, oh, just yeah. from watching the, the, uh, the, the prequels and, um, oh, hell yeah. I mean, it's still, it still hits when you watch it, but yeah, I guess I'll never, we'll never know that feeling of somebody who was in the theater and hearing, you know, Luke, I am your father or <laughs> seeing, well, the, the twin cest, but that's, that's on like a lesser scale, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, but it was a great movie. Honestly, I enjoyed every single second of it. Uh, and I think I have a new hope later, later on on the list, and I can't wait to watch that either. Oh um, yeah. Anyways, Joey, tell them where to find you and everything. Uh, well, I do have an Instagram. It is at Joe Zakai. 
Um, you could follow me there. I don't really post too much, but you know, if I gain some new followers, I will be motivated to post more. Um, oh yeah, definitely looking forward to more episodes from the Shrem Show. So oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you uh, asked yeah. me to promo myself, and I oh wait, one you. uh one last thing. I just went out this uh, weekend for Halloween with uh, my uh, w- one of my friends, and he was dressed as Kylo Ren. So, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. We, we were in Albany. It was a whole vibe. He he nailed it. He had the he had the uh, lightsaber and everything. Honestly, now now did he do the the memed Kylo Ren picture? You know where where Adam Adam Driver's just in the mirror looking all like swollen shit. I don't yeah, know if you know yeah, what no. I'm talking about. I know that meme, but he didn't do that meme. It was uh, more that's like a, the that's the first the, thing that comes was to it? my head. What uh, what was the other meme where he goes add more, no more? more! Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Yep. I love that one. That's like when the girl at Olive Garden tells me how much cheese you want. More! You know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is definitely true. That is a great meme. And we thank Adam Driver for that piece of content that will be reused forever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyways, Joey, thank you. Guys, can't wait for uh, the next episode. I think it's The Matrix. Um So I'll see you guys then. Honestly, guys, thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. You guys are the best. Really appreciate it so much. And peace.